April showers bring Mayflowers, but what do Mayflowers bring? A special offer from the DSR Network. For the month of May, become a member and receive 20% off a monthly or annual membership. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, exclusive bonus content, our evening members-only newsletter, and an invitation to continue the conversation via our members-only Slack community. This offer won't last, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code MAYFLOWERS, one word, to receive your discount. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code MAYFLOWERS. Thank you for your support. It's May 23rd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The New York Times reports that President Biden and Speaker Kevin McCarthy expressed optimism on Monday that they could break the partisan stalemate that has prevented action to avert a default on the nation's debt, but remained far apart on a deal to raise the debt limit as Democrats resisted Republicans' demands for spending cuts in exchange. The two met face-to-face at the White House for the second time in two weeks in a show of goodwill after a weekend of behind-the-scenes clashes among negotiators punctuated by a move by Republicans on Friday to halt the talks and accusations by both sides that the other was being unreasonable. We don't have an agreement yet, Mr. McCarthy told reporters at the White House after the meeting, but I did feel like the discussion was productive, he said, adding later that he believed the tone of the talks was better than any other time we've had any discussions. We still have some disagreements, but I think we may be able to get to where we have to go, Mr. Biden said as the two sat down in the Oval Office. We both know we have a significant responsibility. According to The Guardian, the nationalist candidate who came in third in the first round of the Turkish presidential elections has formally endorsed Recep Tayyip Erdogan with the runoff vote to be held on May 28th. Sinan Owan, 55, emerged as a potential kingmaker after neither Erdogan nor his main challenger secured the necessary majority in the first round on May 14th. I declare that we will support Mr. Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the candidate of the People's Alliance, in the second round of the elections, Owan said, referring to the Erdogan-led alliance that includes nationalist and Islamist parties. We believe that our decision will be the right decision for our country and nation. Owan is a former academic who is backed by a far-right anti-migrant party. He won 5.17% in the May 14th vote and could hold the key to victory in the runoff now that he is out of the race. Erdogan received 49.5% of the votes in the first round, just short of the majority needed for an outright victory. The AP reports that Russian troops and security forces fought for a second day Tuesday against an alleged cross-border raid that Moscow blamed on Ukrainian military saboteurs, but which Kyiv portrayed as an uprising against the Kremlin by Russian partisans. The governor of the Belgorod region on the Ukraine border said forces continued to sweep the rural area where the alleged attack on Monday took place. 
Twelve civilians were wounded in the attack. It was impossible to independently verify who was behind the attack or what its aims were, and disinformation has been one of the weapons of the almost 15-month war. While it is not the first time Russia has alleged an incursion by Ukrainian saboteurs, it is the first time the operation to counter the raid has continued for a second day, highlighting the struggles Moscow is facing amid its bogged-down invasion of Ukraine and embarrassing the Kremlin. Elsewhere, according to Al Jazeera, a fake image appearing to show a large explosion near the Pentagon was shared on social media on Monday, prompting a brief dip in the stock market. Within minutes, a wave of social media accounts, including some verified accounts, shared the fake picture, further amplifying the confusion. The photo, created with AI tools, was finally debunked when some on social media noticed some issues with the image, including the fact that there were no other first-hand accounts of the explosion. The image was also found to have been missing some key details. Visit the link in the show notes for some suggestions on how to spot a fake image. Politico reports that you won't see any F-16s in Ukrainian skies anytime soon. The Allies need more time. Following months of Ukrainian lobbying, the U.S. on Friday greenlit training for Ukrainian pilots on fourth-generation fighter aircraft, raising expectations that a fleet of F-16s would soon be on its way. Yet, as of now, some of the leading contenders to donate the American-developed warplanes including the Netherlands, Belgium, and Denmark, have only committed to helping train Ukrainian pilots, expressing reluctance to make further promises. Some, like Belgium, have even directly said they don't have F-16s to spare. The pattern, however, is one that has played out over and over as Western allies gradually escalate the weaponry they are shuttling to Ukraine. At first, there is hesitation. Then one of the major powers, often the U.S., takes a first step, followed by a coalition of European nations that jump roughly together. For now, no one is ready to send the first jet. That could easily change in time. According to Reuters, Ukraine's foreign minister began a tour of African countries this week, stepping up wartime Kyiv's diplomatic push to challenge Russian influence in the global south and cement the vision laid out by Ukraine as the only path to peace. Top diplomat Dmitry Kuliba said his main priority was to get African countries to endorse President Vladimir Zelensky's peace plan as he traveled to Morocco on his second tour of Africa since Russia invaded in February last year. The tour follows three days of diplomacy by Zelensky at the Arab League of Nations on Friday and then at a Group of Seven summit in Japan. As well as G7 leaders, he met those of India, Indonesia, Iraq, and the Saudi Crown Prince during his travels. Political analysts say Ukraine is accelerating its push to court the global south, a term meaning Latin America, Africa, and much of Asia, and that the effort has taken on greater importance as rival peace proposals to end the war in Ukraine have popped up in other capitals. In lighter news from the UPI, what's covered in gold costs $700, weighs 8 ounces, and is edible in Philadelphia? The answer? A hamburger. For $700, you can get the gold standard. 
That's a Wagyu meat burger with caviar, fresh black truffle, lobster flambéed with cognac topped with aged Irish cheddar and drizzled with honey. Fries are included, as is a one-ounce pour of Louis XIII cognac, which fetches around $5,000 a bottle. The co-owner of the local beer garden told local news station NBC10, the gold standard is about the joy of cooking. We are excited to provide our guests with some amazing, creative, and tasty options with our new menu concept, he said. The owner, however, said nothing of the gratuity that would come from a tab that included a $700 sandwich. If you have a strange but true story you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or a correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.